It's a good show. Holy shit, Snacks. This is Pam from Archer, and you're listening to Radio 8-Ball. Welcome to Radio 8-Ball. Give us a shake. We're in the studio tempting fate with Jeffrey Gaines putting questions to the songs which we will randomly Select here with the help of our friend Synchronicity And now it's time for Radio It Ball Give us a shake Jeffrey Gaines, it's the Radio 8 Ball The Radio 8 Ball Show It's the Radio Oh, oh, oh It's the Radio 8 Ball Show Welcome back to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions like picking musical tarot cards. I am your host, Andras Jones, here in the studio with Jeffrey Gaines. Hey. He's providing the oracle fodder for our musical divinations and asking the question on this pop oracle session, we have a member of the band The Muffs. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball, Ronnie Barnett. Hey, it's good to be here. Finally. You know, it's funny. Uh, yesterday we had Abby Weems from the band Potty Mouth on the show, and she almost had your bandmate Kim Shattuck on as a guest. And then, you know, she, she's, a busy, she's a busy lady. And then this morning I find out from Chris Price that uh, we get a second shot at the Muffs. So here you nice. are. Here you are. I'm so <laughs> yeah. glad. And your label mates with Jeffrey Gaines on Omnivore Records. That's good. That's he, he's label mates with us. Okay, well, let's not okay. get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, you know, what do you think about that, Jeffrey? <laughs> I'm the new kid in town. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, yeah, okay, good. Okay, well, I get it. Okay, well, good. You know, claim your. So, how long have you been Omnivored? Uh, let's see. It's been about two years. Omnivore, um, they reissued uh, our three Warner Brothers slash reprise albums. So, the whole the campaign of releasing those three records is about two years. And, uh, yeah, we're currently working on a new record that, um, yeah, as soon as we, you know, eventually finish it, uh, we'll come out on Omnivore as well. So I have some vague, because all of my memories from the 90s are vague, but I have some vague memory of being involved in a show that you played in Olympia once. You guys played through Olympia a bunch. Um, no. Actually, we, we uh, in Olympia proper, we maybe played there once. Then it must uh, have we been... Did, we did Seattle and Portland, you know, tons of times, but... Uh, and Vancouver? And Vancouver a lot of times, too. Yeah, yeah I but, feel uh, like... Yeah, I feel like we crossed paths somewhere and all of that. Oh, uh, we worked hard, yeah. No, we, yeah, we, you were all over the place, you know, you're... And, it's, and I just remember, like, you, you're... Uh, like, you're, every place I went, the stickers were up. That's why most venues ban stickers now. Because the of merch table. Because of your yeah. stickers, and you're so you're ma- and you're making a new record now. You're yeah, we're process? making a new record now. Uh, it's been about three and a half years since our last one, and uh, you know at this point we're off the grid. You know it doesn't matter. Right. You know when you're when you've been around 27 years, you're not trying to necessarily get on the radio anymore. And the people who like us like us, and you know we're able to. We figured out a, a few years ago we're able to tour and go all over the world still without having a new record so you know what 
I don't want to say we're a name brand, but the uh, the people who like us tend to like us, so we're able to pull off getting around. No, that's so, great. Yeah, you found your your nation, you know, yes. within the nation, right? Finally, yes. So, well, uh, well, now that we've sort of set the stage, and by the way, well, no, I can't give it out. I just want to say you. I, I was very <laughs> impressed with your email address. You have a very cool email address that references okay. an artist who has been referenced on the. A bunch of our shows. There's, he's he's swiftly becoming some weird sort of synchronistic patron saint. And now that I've set this up, maybe I'll. Can <laughs> I? It doesn't really tell what the address is to say who the the rock star is. That we're no, no, about. You, you you can't. Okay, it's it has it's heavily influenced by David Lee Roth. Your email address, <laughs> and we just had the, a bunch of people talk about David Lee Diamond Dave on uh, the the last episode we did, and we had Inara George on the show, and we and. She's announced that the the next Bird and the Bee tribute is going to be to Van Halen. It's, it's all it's all very oh, awesome. exciting. Um, Speaking of things that we can't talk about about David Lee Roth, I have I settled out of court with David Lee Roth two years ago, uh, and I, I don't think I'm supposed to talk about it still. But uh, it involved a name I was using uh, uh, at a uh, at a, uh, a social media site, and uh, he he bought it from me (laughs) so you've had dealings with diamond dave i have i have i didn't you know i dealt with his lawyers uh i'll put it that way i I, you know i when i first got contacted by the lawyers i wanted to actually you know deal with david lee roth and you know take a picture together i give him his what he wanted free of charge but uh didn't work out that way Wow, because I, you know, he's he's a goal. I want to I want to have the burden they'd be in here to do their David David do their Van Halen stuff, and I want to get. I was trying hoping I could get. My dream is to get Dave to ask a question on this question. Yeah, he's he's more elusive than he should be. Yeah, but then he would seem. He seems like he would just be constantly photobombing the world. Yeah, in the back of every picture. He's kind of going underground again these days. So. Well, you know, yeah. sometimes that's the Liberty Balance thing. You know, print the legend. He's probably <laughs> he's he's probably a much more sensitive and introspective person than we give him credit for. Yeah, and again, uh, maybe that's a good segue into your into your question for the Pop Oracle. Uh, okay, okay. Usually I don't usually I don't get get that deep, but you know, the Pop Oracle demanded that I kind of think uh, a little heavier. So here it is. Uh, how can the universe be infinite if it's constantly expanding? Wow. That's pretty great. How? Yeah. Okay. So how can the universe be infinite if it's constantly expanding? And now to engage the pop oracle on your behalf, I'm going to spin the wheel of eight. <laughs> na, 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 na. We love <laughs> Song number seven, Bjorn Toulouse. Well, I've been sitting here trying to feel, you know you took my heart with you. And I was wondering, was anything real, or was I just born to lose? can just land in the lap of a lovelorn boy like me and you can't open up all this love and then one 
someday time to leave Well, I go back and try to retrace our steps Looking for love's lost mystery But all I'm finding is a pile of regrets This summer's so damned empty And you couldn't have meant all the things that you said If now they're gone Shouldn't have led me to light just to leave me hanging on. Well, you can if the man that you give your love to doesn't understand you. You can if the man that you give your love to can't appreciate you. Nature says that I should forget. On chorus as life goes on. Well, now I'm finding in the pile of the grasses, summer sun. <laughs> and yes, all that I do is just waiting for you both night and day. No matter how hard I try, I can't figure out why. to lose approximately from Jeffrey Gaines the answer to Ronnie Barnett's question how can the universe be infinite if it is constantly expanding is that correct yep so, perfectly answered by the way that yeah awesome well, awesome. Oh, well okay well before we get into that Jeffrey yeah. can you tell us a little bit about anything about the background of the song like where it came from where like what you it doesn't have to be even like what you meant by it but just um, like some Bit of trivia that hooks in it into like yeah, okay. your life. This song is uh, um, it's like Alfie uh, writing a song. So you know, um, if you're familiar with the Alfie film, Michael uh, Caine. Yeah, yeah, and I'm just thinking, you know, um, at some point, you know, this is at some point you get it. You know, when you know when you find yourself um, alone on Valentine's Day. Uh, don't despair. Don't lament. It's of your own doing, and <laughs> and the cosmos and all that and all the things. I mean, it comes. It just comes back home to you. You know, pattern recognition is pattern recognition, and uh, 
you know, you can't expect people to invest that much uh, when you so blatantly and so cavalierly, you know, walk your own walk. I mean, well, get used to it. So it's a song like that where I just sort of am, I absolve, uh, I absolve everyone who felt bad about making any decisions that seemingly hurt uh, me. I'm just like, please, honey, I understand. I understand. Live, go, fly, be free. Go do something healthy. So you know, it's it's uh, it's that thing, and I just felt like uh, to speak it through uh, through Alfie's terms. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Um, uh, and it, and I and having heard now, uh, what are we on our third musical divination? Yeah, and I'm just loving each of these songs. It has a really different, like it's you. But I'm hearing all of these different characters. They're so they're really unique uh, mm. pieces. It's a, just great craftsman craftsman songwriting. I just and loving it. Thanks. This is uh, a bit new. I um, some serious mistakes in there, but um, you sort of get the general idea. And I haven't found it's 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 home for uh, for playing it live or solo. I still don't really know where it's going to reside, as mm-hmm. I'm just playing it solo. I recorded it and. Uh, Wrote it and recorded it immediately with the band in that configuration. Yeah. I haven't played it out live, so it's probably good practice to, to, uh, to just take strokes at it. Um, especially this way when when it's uh, it's the wheel selecting it. Yeah. Just, there's no preparation <laughs> to the to get you know. So uh, okay, um, ready, set, go. Um, yeah, so it's probably good to do more of that, and it'll find its spot uh, the more I do it in front of audiences, and I'll understand, um, you know, how to perform it, how to deliver it uh, with the most. Opportunity, the most optimum effect, you know. Well, so Ronnie, you seemed like you had a very clear idea of how that answered your question. Were you be? It was like, did you get something specific out of that? Uh, you know, Je- Jeffrey's such a great songwriter that I, uh, I get something out of any song of his. Um, Bless you. Uh, yeah, even if I can't put it into words, it answered my question. Bless you, well, I guess the, there was one line that jumped out to me particularly was the line that says, "Nature says that I should forget." When we try and encapsulate these, I mean, it's fun in poetry to do it. Like we try and encapsulate these massive things that we can't we can't really comprehend, and so we try and capture it in language. And at some point, we're always going to be coming up against these paradoxes and ironies because, at the quantum level, everything's happening all at once. It's 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 yes and everywhere. But in order to say this is that, that is this, in order, yeah. which is what language does, it's it. it distinguishes things from each other when in fact so in language that seems like it's a disagreement but in nature it's not a disagreement and it would take science or poetry or something to put that in a language that we could explain but in a very brief way nature says that i should forget is sort of like that's a it's sort of like it's a it's not even i wouldn't even say that you should forget about asking the question because that's kind of the fun of being human is asking impossible questions and sort of playing with them like Zen koans. And at the same time, if it's if it's keeping you from getting shit done, which I'm not saying that it is, obviously for you, but if you're too hung up on it, nature says, ah, forget about it. You know, um, I'm constantly expanding. This is all really, I mean, I love getting the answers to the questions, but in a way it's like, like Jeffrey was saying, it's all just kind of an excuse to make us listen to songs in a new way and then just like stop time and really, and so I'm just love right now. I'm sort of in awe of that song. And again, in the context of all of this, I'm like, Oh, this is like, do you mind if, if I cite what I would sound like 
not references, but touchstones, Jeffrey. Something. Go. Well, that, that felt like the other one I was saying, it felt like Elvis Costello. This felt so like the best kind of Bruce Springsteen song. Heartfelt, driven, and the and again, maybe it's the voicing. Like you're, I, I'm curious, like with the Elvis Costello song, you said you were going with the back rack. You were building yeah. it sort of mathematically. When you were building this song, was there a genesis musically or lyrically? It's all it's uh, lyrically. The music yeah. was um, music always happens later. Uh, I mean, it's happening as I, I mean I start out playing guitar and stuff like that and put a song together. It's melodies, but yeah, I live in the country and uh, coming in the gravelly road, turn the car off in the dawn. You know, my evening is wrapped, and I finally make it home in the morning. And I was just thinking, yeah, uh, nature says uh, the bleeding dawn chorus is just the birds waking up and starting a brand new day every day. And it's like I'm hanging on to you know, past crimes and seeing how long I can stay there. And every day is a brand new day to just, you know, lay those down and begin. And uh, nothing tells you that more than just the, the the beginning of the dawn. The morning starts and it's just like, it's fresh, it's new, leave it behind you. But I mean, I think um, I was singing this mostly, um, I'm always thinking also like, like, like Ray Davis and stuff, you know what I mean? So, I mean, I, I really don't know anything, <sighs> you know, I would just think of it more like a darker... Um, dead end street kind of just plod, you know, um, that's more my thing really than. No, I love that. No, I love that. I, I think a lot of times where something starts and what it feels like for the songwriter mm. can be really different than how it's, than how it shows up. Because no, I think a lot of times it's more like you're reaching for the same thing that another person with a guitar was reaching for. And you both got there through yeah. the similar guitar voicings or whatever. Oh, yeah. And then, then you, you feel people say, oh, well, you must have been influenced by that person. You're like, actually, I never really listened to that person. Yeah, I just, yeah. We just like the same song. I think, yeah, in the studio, I think we we're just um, references. I was helping the guys. Uh, they were. It's a great question. Pete Thomas is like, what kind of music is this? He wanted to sort of, <laughs> I was like, well, you know, I mean, so it was like uh, we had him playing, um, we had him playing, some zombies drum patterns, you know, like from the zombies and stuff. And I just like, and and that once we laid we, we laid into that sort of thing, we found that I would I would go too heavily into character. Right. So they're like, well, we can't we can't even start you with that. We can't play that bad because you'll you'll just enjoy it too much. Let's try to make it bring you out of your influences and uh, find a spot for you that's you know unique to you and not just like completely in character of some, you know some 60s, you know, uh, <laughs> band, you know. So, um, you know, that was cool, you know, finding the place where it would reside. And, yeah, that's still work um, that I have to, to do in the solo spectrum. Right, yeah. right. Well, um, we certainly expanded on the thought yeah. and the idea. <laughs> I, 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 find, I somehow think that that answer, I mean, the question is, is, is it's like its own answer is in the question. It kind of is. Yeah, I'm like... It was well, a trick question. Yeah, it's kind of like answers itself in that it's infinite because of his... It never... Yeah, it's it always expands. It's like David Lee Roth's Just Like Paradise. Ooh. Nice. <laughs> is that the one where he's hanging off of a cliff? Uh, it is. That's the first single from that album, which was ultimately disappointing after. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, well, that is good. That's a, you know, that's a good ender. Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. 
If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher, and check out our website and the links provided for info about past and future shows on the Radio 8 blog, our ongoing Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the Pop Oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. I hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. And until next time... I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio Wave Ball Show.